Okay. Yeah, so I was saying I don't think any of those those types of laws should be applying today because it's not treason if you convert to a different religion. So if so basically if someone was Muslim and then they left Islam, mm-hmm. there is no punishment for them. Today? Yeah. No. No. You mean you'll convert to a different religion? Okay, but like Islamically, like if they lived in an Islamic state. So if we're just talking about an environment where you truly had an Islamic polity, yeah, then the risk is execution. But you're not like in an army, you're just sort of, like let's say you like live in... But it'd be kind of like saying everybody's in the army. Okay. Right? You're kind of like, you know, with Israel, right? If you're growing up in Israel, you're going to be part of the army. Okay. You can't, you can't bypass it unless you're Orthodox. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically, okay, so for the people then, okay, it... So basically the people that like, so forget like war and stuff and like armies, if you're just like a, a casual like Muslim and yeah. then like you, you like convert, what's the, like how are they viewed Islamically than someone who just like was always like a non-believer? I mean, that's a tough one because there we have to really get into what's going on in a person's heart. Yeah. So if someone truly, truly believed yeah. and then they leave the deen, then they're probably going to go to hell. Right, Allah knows best. Okay. If someone is a kafir, then there's difference of opinion whether or not they're going to go to hell. Okay. Majority opinion is that non-Muslims are not going to go to paradise. Okay. Okay. Um, minority opinion is that they still may. Yeah. What everyone agrees is that Allah, Allah will treat everyone with fairness. And that comes where it's like everyone is just treated according to them. According to your situation. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Okay. So everyone agrees that whether we're talking about someone who converts out of Islam or someone who's never been Muslim or someone who's always been Muslim, everyone's going to be treated fairly. Okay. Yeah. So, like, for, for people that were, like, Muslim, but then they just had, like, a very bad experience within their Yeah, that would be a different situation. Is it, so that would be different. It's not, like, oh, he's a believer. Allah knows best, yeah. Yeah, that seems to me to be a very different situation. Okay. Yeah. One. Okay, two. Okay, 219. Mm-hmm. What good does come from wine or alcohol? Because it said that, oh, like, the worst outweighs the good. So what is... You know, like, like is there, aren't there, isn't there data to support, you know, a benefit up to your heart of daily drinking of red wine? Oh, that stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. And, I mean, the other good can be, perhaps, that, you know, you can still make money. Right? Okay. Restaurants, and why do restaurants serve alcohol? I mean, you make a ton of money that way, way more than you do on your food. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the sin outweighs the benefit. Um, I had 225. So, when he's saying that, so basically, I thought, like, we're just judged on our, like, actions, but it's here it's saying that, like, what your hearts have gained. Uh-huh. So, here, this is like the case of Amar bin Yasser, right? Yeah. He watches both of his parents get executed. Yeah. And then the Quraysh asks him, do you give this up? You know, give so up yeah. their he says, yeah. And so he's not holding you to account for what was unintentional, what your heart was not agreeing with. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But if he really meant, yeah, I give it up, that's different. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is, I think this is in the context of, of marriage, right? So if you, out of anger, say, talaq, right? Yeah. May not count. Like I had one case where this guy apparently has said talaq to his wife 50 times. And he had a serious anger problem to the point that he started going to see a psychiatrist. Right, and so when I visited with them, I said to him, "Okay, assume that those talaks didn't count because you had these anger problems and now you're getting treated for it. But if I hear that you've done talak even once more, assume that it counts. 
and you've lost your wife. Did he do it? I don't know. I haven't heard from him since then, but I ran into him someplace. I could have mustered or something. Okay. And he said life was going pretty well. Oh, that's good. Even shot well. Okay. So I, uh, 228, or it's actually like that whole, um, yeah, like that whole next couple pages. So basically when he's, um, so it's talking about like how, can you, okay, if a woman wants a divorce, can she just file for a divorce? Where? Like in, in America. Like if Hola. she just, yeah, like if she just wants a divorce. I mean, in Islam too. But then here it's saying that like, oh, the man has a right over her and that if she gets, if she's pregnant. What does it say? Basically, okay, I was like reading the translation, um, but basically it was saying. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, if you read this according to your culture, then it looks like men have rights over them. That's not what this means. This uh, according to Abdullah ibn al Abbas, who is the the faqih of of uh, you know like this uh, of the Quran, uh, he says this means a man has a higher obligation to give in. To give in to a divorce? No, no, like suppose the divorce is taking place and they're fighting. Yeah. You know, who gets this, who gets that? The man has a higher responsibility to give in. Oh, the oh, opposite. Yeah. Mashallah. Okay, but why don't we why aren't we taught that? Because you went to that school that you went to. Okay, I did go to that school. But like in general, like cult like back home and make it sound like, oh, if a woman like for example, there are people that you hear about where it's like, oh, she wants a divorce, but mm -hmm. he refuses to divorce her. So mm -hmm. she's ended up like married to this guy for five years. You can't marry another guy. Yeah, that's uh, people don't know what khula is. Khula is when she, you know, she hates it herself. And so she can. Yeah. But like, yeah. But there's so many people, so many people yeah. that like, yeah. they're married to this guy and he like moves on, yeah. marries another lady, has kids, but prison. he refuses to say divorce. Yeah, that's uh, people don't know their dean. And the end result of people, people not knowing their dean is the people who have less power get abused. And then often that's the wife or the child. So he, okay, so it's not like, oh, he has a right over her. You can't keep her in prison. Yeah. Because the, the translation that I read said that, oh, if she, like, if they wanted to get a divorce, but uh. then it turns out she was pregnant, uh. then he has a, a, a right to not divorce her because now there's a child. Well, I mean, it does affect the talaq situation. But what if she is pregnant? He wants to stay in the relationship, but she doesn't. Then she pursues a khula. Even if she has a baby? Meaning he has a right to the baby. Yeah, obviously. But it doesn't mean that he has a right to keep her in prison. Okay. But how does it change the whole divorce situation then? I mean, then you'd have to evaluate, all right, he might change his mind. But if she still wants to divorce, then she should pursue a khula. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... Basically, if okay, if a woman wants a divorce, or like, how does it work? Like, because you know, it's like, oh, you should talk, and they should mend the relationship, and then people get involved, and so it's like, how how does it work exactly? What do you mean? How does like, what work? Like, if a woman just wants a divorce, does she need like? Because obviously, you need a legitimate reason, but then some people might say, oh, that's not a valid reason. Yeah, that's that's the problem I think in our community in two different ways. One is that a lot of the authority figures in our community have made it very hard for a woman to get a divorce. Oh. Very, very hard. But like, they should not. But part of the reason they make it so hard is to not make it too easy. Um, and so, but the point is they still, because I've sent people to certain certain uh, scholar types to get divorces, and they just made it way, way, way too hard. And she was like an abused woman, 
right? But like way too hard and what way can't she just file a divorce? Okay, but that's a legal divorce. So you need a divorce from the sheriff. So so for some people, the legal status is what counts. Yeah. Right. For other people, no. The Islamic status is what counts. Okay. Right. So like for example, if people are getting married, unless they have a good reason, like a really good reason, and I know them, I require for them to have the state marriage done. Okay. Right. Or they give me the certificate and I fill it out. Okay. Right. Um, if they are not going to do the state marriage and I don't know who they are, then I don't do the marriage. Okay. Right. Because part of the reason you have to do the state, uh, from my perspective, is to make sure it's legitimate and also to make sure that they're protected. Okay. Otherwise, they're just no different than boyfriend, girlfriend, as far as the state is concerned. Okay. That especially applies in divorce. Okay. Right. So, from the sheikh, what do you, like, if, like, so if a woman I mean, has that right, why are the authority figures in So, the so basically, um, it's kind of like, okay, if it's an amicable situation, like they just decide, okay, we can't make this work, let's go our separate ways. He does the lock, then they go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. But then why would she be pursuing it? It means that he's not letting it happen. So what are you getting by going to somebody on the outside? You're getting protection. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then... So, Ayah 2.45. Um, okay, the way the translation that I said, it said loan for Allah. And that didn't make sense to me. I was like, am I reading, is the translation wrong? Uh, it's the same thing, the subjective, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you have to look at it from with inside your own head. But like, even subjectively, Allah, does, Allah doesn't need anything. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't need anything. So what loan well, I mean, is this? Okay, here, let's go to a different ayah. Go to ayah Surah 47. Surah 47? Yeah, Surah Muhammad. Let's see. Look for it. It's like Oh, okay. But Allah doesn't need you to like. Uh huh. Exactly. So. Hold on. I think stop recording again. Sorry, I'm getting used to this phone. Is it not an iPhone? It's not an iPhone. Crossed over. How are you gonna text your group chat right now? Yeah. Okay, it's working. So, where's that iPhone? Uh, I don't know, but you just mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, ayah 7. Ya Okay, so Allah doesn't, obviously doesn't need you to right. give him victory. So what does it say? So, uh, if you were to add a word in there, if you help Allah, Allah will help you. Throw in a word to help make sense of what this really means. Okay. What would the word be? Perhaps if you help Allah's way. Yeah. But subjectively, uh, effectively, if you're helping Allah's way, you're helping Allah. So Allah subject- doesn't need you to help him. Yeah, it doesn't say he needs you to do this. Right? But like, we can't even help Allah because we're... Right, right, right. So, so the way to think about this is that going back to the ayah of Qard, or Qarz, basically it's saying, okay... Allah Ta'ala has given you your life. He's giving you a risk. And he's inviting you to then give him a loan. But what loan is that? 
So let's say I dedicate my time to him. But that's not a loan. That's... Why is it a loan? Because then he's going to pay you back. Don, don, don. You're looking from the perspective, does he need it or not? Okay. He says a million times he doesn't need it. But basically, he's giving you something. You're giving him something that he's going to pay you back for. He gave you the money. Okay. okay. And now he's saying, if you give it to me to hold on to, then I'm going to pay you back much more. Okay. That's how the system works. Okay. <laughs> These are the ayas. This is, this is, this is not like, a, you know, our interpretation. Yeah. But do you see what we're saying? Yeah. I mean, you understand what the meaning is. All right. If you give your life to Allah, then he's going to pay you back much more. So the language that's being used here is loan. Why? Because what was the economy of, what was the business of the people of Makkah and Medina? It was business. Nice. So this is how they would understand it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're like, fine. Okay. Can you quickly explain Majalut and Talut and Dawood's story? Uh, yeah, so, so uh, it's a much bigger story, but basically... There's these people fighting these giants, okay, and and so these people are saying, okay, we need a king to lead us, yeah, okay, and then they're told, well, if you were told to fight, does that mean you're not going to fight without a king? And they said, of course we would fight. You know, we've been kicked out of our land. Why wouldn't we fight? So they're told to go fight. They're like, no, 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 this, these guys are giants. We're too afraid. Okay. And okay, so while that's going on, then they're given a king, Talut, and then they're saying, how can he be a king? Mm -hmm. okay, you know, we're like bigger than him, more wealthy, a whole nine yards. And they're told that, okay, Talut has things that you guys don't have, which is usually like knowledge, right? They accept him as their king, and then they go, you know, ready to fight. And they're like, these are giants, we can't fight them. Who's going to fight? Then little Dawood comes forward, and he fights Jalut and defeats him. Okay. It sounds like a king. David and Goliath. That's a story. That's Dawood. Oh, and, and Jalut. Jalut. Oh, but mashallah. they made him Goliath. Yeah, Goliath in English. Oh yeah. my god, okay. Yeah. Okay, last question for the day. Jihad. Okay, so why do women have to wait a few months to get married after their husband dies? That's a good question. Uh, I haven't had enough experience to have a taste of the psychology, but I suspect it's something related to the psychology of being a widow. So it's psychology. Because well, everyone's, like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's because like, oh, she might be pregnant. No, I don't think it's that. Yeah. I'm like, you can figure that out real quickly. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. I think I think it's related to the psychology of being a widow. So men don't get as upset if they their 